Ask an expert. We get someone on who is a genius in their field and you pretty much get some free advice from them. Um, And this morning, this one went off on our Facebook page. Yeah. Because whether you necessarily believe it or not, you always flick to the paper and you have a read because you want want to know what it says. Oh, of course. (laughs) It's Ask an Astrologer and we've got Kelly Fox. Hey, Kelly. Hi. How are you? You tell us. (laughs) (laughs) What is an astrologer? An astrologer is somebody who reads the movement of the planets around the sun and gives meaning to that to us mere mortals down here on Earth. Right. So is it because a lot of people would say it's like predicting the future or you're a fortune teller. Is it necessarily that? Is there a little bit more science involved? I would say there's more science because, you know, we're tracking the planet or the planets or the movement of the planets. And I know where any planet is going to be in the future and, of course, the past as well. Mm. And astrology is about understanding who you are and the people around you first and then how the planets at any given point in the future will be influencing you. Are there bad astrologers that ruin it for everyone? (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely, because astrology is really in-depth. Like, I've had to take exams, mathematical exams, to become an accredited professional astrologer. And I'm talking about maths exams that go for four hours because it's all about, you know, measuring the movement of the planets. Mm. So there are people, too many people out there that do call themselves astrologers that are not astrologers, that's for sure. How how do you tell the difference? How do we find out? Give them a maths quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Ask them where you're... (laughs) Ask them where you're (laughs) at. Sorry about these jokes, Kelly. um, You know, like you can put, I put the letters after my name for the accreditation Mm. that I've got. Mm. So that's that's sort of how you can determine that. All right. So you're a professional. In your opinion, what is the best star sign? Good one. Oh, they're all the best. (laughs) All right. What's the worst? (laughs) (laughs) They're all the worst. (laughs) They're all the worst and they're all the best. It's like asking a parent who's your favorite child. Oh, I can answer that one. You can't do that. No, you can't. Good one. Hey, this one then, um, when I worked in nightclubs, um, we would always do like the, the catch up before doors open and you let everyone in. And one of the main things that was always said in the security, um, briefings was guys, it's going to be a hectic night because there's a full moon tonight. (laughs) Now, no people who don't even believe in astrology, I've got these big burly security guides telling, Mm. telling us as the DJs to keep an eye on the dance floor because of the full moon. Is that a real thing? Absolutely. A full moon, in the, according to astrologers, is like a projection. So it's like a giant mirror in the sky projecting back at us. So in other words, if you go out and everybody's acting crazy or a certain way, it's really your own behaviour being projected back at you. Because, you know, technically the full moon, it's the earth in the middle of the sun and the moon. So you've got these two energies pulling at you from different directions, and that's what causes the intensity. Right. So if you're seeing loonies, you're actually the loony. Yes. Yes. And that's where the saying comes (laughs) from. That's one way of saying it. (laughs) That's one way of saying it. And each each month, the full moon's in a different sign of the zodiac. Mm. So that means that every full moon's different depending on what sign or what else is in your astrology Uh chart that will be affecting you with that particular full moon. And, of course, you know, twice or three times a year we have 
are supercharged full moons, mm-hmm. which are known as lunar eclipses. Mm-hmm. And that's where the fun really begins. Kelly, if you are dating someone or even married to someone and you check out your star signs and see your compatibility, is it always what it is? Is there any way that you could work through it if you're living with someone who in the star signs doesn't seem as compatible? Yeah, and, and you know, the star signs are a really great place to start with compatibility, but there's just so much more to someone than their, their star sign. So basically, you know, the star sign is the sun in the sign, then you've got the moon all the way through Pluto uh, in different signs depending on, you know, your date, time and place of birth. So in other words, you know, some signs, great place to start, but there is just so much more to it. So if you read that, oh, your sun signs are not compatible, well, then maybe your moon signs or your Venus signs, which is love, or Mars, which is passion, Mm. you know, maybe they're super compatible, so then the sun signs don't matter as much. What about if you were induced or you had a C-section and your child was supposed to be a star sign or you personally were supposed to be a star sign and you moved? And it all depends on the very first moment of your breath here on this earth. Mm. So it doesn't matter if you're early or late or whatever it is. It's that moment of your very of your first breath. That's where you record the date of birth, uh, the time of birth. We've got so many questions. Yeah. for um, you. Um, yeah, keep asking. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Leo. Am I going to make lots of money and retire all rich? Right, forget it. Forget it. She needs to know when you're born as well. Oh. <laughs> Actually, Leos are a little bit off the hook this year because the past couple of years were a lot more intense. The Leos, Taurus, Scorpio and Aquarius. So there's a bit of a reprieve at the moment. Mm. All right. Well, we've got a stack of people on the line right now, uh, Kelly Fox, the astrologer, who are keen to ask you questions for Ask an Expert. Nat in Albion, what is your question for Kelly Fox? Hi, um, this might be a silly question, but I was wondering, what are the chances of Scorpios finding a soulmate this year? Well, that's a great question because 2020, as we all know already, is a giant year for change. And we've got Saturn, the planet of karma, Mm. moving into Aquarius in the next few days, which is a really huge deal. So for Scorpios... It's all about making changes, but to be able to do that, because you're a fixed sign and um, with Saturn in in Aquarius, that's also very fixed energy, you've got to let go of something first before you can bring the new relationship or the new situation into your life. So it's going to be really important and it might be quite challenging sort of the new energy of Saturn coming in to uh, sort of let things go that are no longer working, which is really hard for Scorpio because Scorpio really does hold on tight and is a very loyal sign. But this is a test this year to let go of things as hard as that may be. Oh, our um, executive producer is really taking that on board too because she's she's, crying at the she's a Scorpio <laughs> and her partner ha- actually has to move country for his work. So she's... Take oh, it. no. Yeah. She's, like, giggling, crying at the moment. You mm. know, that strange, like... <laughs> I, think, I think we finally broke her. We actually broke you her. You laugh and you cry. Yeah. Yes. Scorpio holds on to the bitter end. So it's like, this is this is the test for Scorpio to let go. You're hearing that? <laughs> I mean, if she could stop saying letting go, it'd be real good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you expect 2020 to be such a mess, Kel? 
absolutely. We started off the year, like the first few days into January 2020, we had a lunar eclipse. And as I just said before, they're, they're one of the most intense things that we can have in astrology. And then on the 13th of January, we had this major, major thing, uh, which is called a Saturn-Pluto conjunction. Mm. So basically Saturn and Pluto came together and the cycle of Saturn and Pluto, September... Uh, 2001, if you can remember that, Saturn was opposite Pluto, so we had major intense stuff going on in the world, Mm -hmm. and now in the cycle, again, they've come together instead of being opposite, and so it's created this giant intensity for 2020. Cass from Wellington Point, you're on with Kelly Fox, the astrologer. What would you like to ask her? Um, hi, so I am a Leo, sorry, and I'm just wondering, is there someone who I'm, you know, more compatible with or is there maybe like a star sign that I should be definitely avoiding? So for Leos, uh, the most compatible signs are the air signs and the fire signs. And so the fire signs um, are Aries and Leo, but I wouldn't necessarily always put Leo with Leo because, you know, mm-hmm. Leo being the king or queen of the jungle, mm. um, sometimes there's a bit of, like, battle for dominance. Um, so basically Aries and Sagittarius, the other two fire signs, and then the air signs are also really great for Leo, and that's Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Um, mm-hmm. The signs that Leo has trouble with, Taurus, Scorpio, and Aquarius is the opposite sign. So when it, with Leo and Aquarius, when it's good, it's great. And when it's not, it's not. Okay. Helen in Ashgrove, you're on with Kelly Fox. What's your question? Hey, Kelly. I just wanted to know if it means anything if your menstrual cycle syncs up with the full moon. I've heard that a lot of times. And it just means that I believe that you're more in sync with the natural world and what's going on. Oh. It's sort of like, and in that case, listen to your own instincts throughout your life. Because, uh, you know, the lunar cycles and, you know, women's cycles are all really should be tied in together. So there's no coincidence there at all. So trust your own instincts. Listen to your own intuition. Is that a good response, Helen? That's really good. Thank you. That's our co-worker, Abby, pretending to be Helen. She's been desperate to get on for this. <laughs> <laughs> and what's ironically, they've written Helly, Helen like 56. Oh, I don't even know if she's getting a menstrual period anymore. That's right. Okay, good thank to you. know. Thank you. We'll start calling her Helen Candy is her, is her name. She works as a producer on our show. She's been fanging for this segment. I always thought she was a werewolf. Well, there we go. Very interesting Very stuff. Uh, Kelly Fox, you are an astrologer and you can keep up to date with um, everything you've got um, your website astrology.tv um, thank you so much for coming on this morning thanks for having me it was an absolute pleasure